Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Welcome back to Lash Girls Need Love Too. This is your host, Italia. And Crystal. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to create a nice environment and elevate your client's experience at your business. So first, we want to apologize for being MIA the past weeks. <laughs> um, first of all, of course, like we always say, we've been busy. However, we also had a problem with our podcast equipment. Yeah. Um, something just like randomly broke, which was like the most expensive part of all of our equipment, of course. Yeah. And we couldn't figure it out. And we went to record for you guys and it didn't work. And we... Um, we, both of us with our lives we couldn't meet yeah, up again until a week Italia, later we can only meet like once a week or once every other week like that's the only time we have that where yeah. our schedules <laughs> yeah up. and we try not to rush like yeah recording because for one this is supposed to be for fun and for two um we also want to provide good content and valuable content for you guys so like yeah. we don't want to just rush record or crappy record an episode just to get one to you we want it to be like put all of our effort and things into it so mm-hmm. that's why there has we've been mia for the past two weeks we didn't mean to post on our instagram about it however again time got <laughs> away from us and we realized oh crap we haven't posted in two weeks yeah. on anything so sorry for being mia but we're back and we're gonna be better again i know i've said that before but um hopefully it i think our it sounds a little weird yeah but um <laughs> hopefully it doesn't sound too Maybe it's just our headphones, but if it does sound a little off, yeah. we do apologize. I feel like I sound, mine sounds weird, yours doesn't. No, it's like when you get louder, it sounds oh, okay. like that. Like, okay, so, yeah. I don't well, know. Work with we'll us. See. We're trying to figure out this new equipment. So um, work with us as we are working on this. All right. So let's just go ahead and dive into the episode. So the things you want to be aware of when you're thinking about creating your space Number one, you kind of have to, going back to our previous episode about like branding and everything, you have to really dive into what you want your brand to kind of represent and what your mission is and what you want to stand for and who your target audience is so you can know exactly how to kind of please your audience right? and give them the experience that your target audience would want. So that's the first thing is figuring out who you're kind of servicing to and what you what they would want to experience when coming to your space. So like when you choose how to decorate your space and um, like the littlest things that you choose all has to come back to the thought of, okay, is this in line with like my target audience? Is this like in line with the mission I have for my business? Is this um, representing my brand in the correct way? So So the first thing is obviously like decorating your space. That is something you have to, um, that comes into play when you are giving an experience to a customer. I mean, yeah, to a client. Um, So yeah, you just kind of have to figure out what your brand stands for and what you are kind of wanting to present your business as. And then decorating is the first thing you kind of have to do. 
for that's like the first kind of impression when somebody walks in is like the, yeah, how like it's space. how it is appealing to the eye and the aesthetic of your business and honestly when your business gives off that good aesthetic or like just very like neutral or simple or you know depending again on what type but of yeah and that's also have. like if your business is simple then that's what it represents and some people have super fun businesses so they'll have super fun fonts super fun colors so that's like how you have to decide what you want your business to be first and then you then all those things kind of take in play like are you going to go on the more natural simple side or are you going on the more fun kind of right exquisite vibe i think the business i have now or where i'm in now when in the suite like it's more a little bit more colorful than my new businesses um mm-hmm. and that's because i just wanted to mon- modernize it is that a yeah. word modernize yeah modernize it a little bit more and just make it a little bit more aesthetically pleasing than my previous space so part like personally i want my clients to feel comfortable invited and just kind of like they can actually let go and relax during their appointment with whatever they're getting done so personally i took a different approach when i um, decorated my new business and i just want it to feel like you know like you can like actually close your eyes and feel safe and feel comfortable and like even fall asleep if you want to Yeah, more like a spa like yes rather than it being kind of like and just personally and there's nothing against people who do the bright colors and crazy fonts like there's nothing against that however that's just um, not what you're that's not what i wanted yeah and i kind of did a little bit more of that in the business in my suite now but um i'm kind of chilling that out a little bit in my new space and that's you know and another cool thing i've realized that like this is like even just a teeny thing but like I do have an older clientele and a lot of them don't like eat candy and eat like unlike mm-hmm. not healthy snacks and stuff. And like a good amount of the things I have that I provide to my clients are like I buy like the all pink and red Starburst um, that are like, you know, individually wrapped and like Snickers, like little mini Snickers and like little things that like I like. And yeah. I'm not a big candy person. Like I don't stop at 7-Eleven every day or every other day buying candy and stuff. However, when I go to work, I'll have like one piece of candy a day or something. And I just noticed that every time my clients come in, they'll grab a Snickers or they'll grab a Starburst and they're like excited because they don't like buy it for themselves. But mm-hmm. when they come to their appointment, they already have, they're like, oh my God, I want to, they always like say it out wow they're like oh I'm gonna get a Snickers oh my gosh this is perfect I just started my period I want a Snickers like like they just say stuff like that and it's like you would think like Starburst and Snickers are like not that serious or you're thinking whatever but like they it's like they're excited to come to their appointment because they get a piece of candy (laughs) even though they're like 20 30 40 50 60 years old it's like when you're a kid and you go to the bank with your mom and they give you a lot right exactly (laughs) like oh I don't mind going because look at this and it's like even though that sounds so small and stupid like that is part of the experience. Yeah, like they like that. <laughs> and them making a comment on that, oh, these are the good color Starburst or I want a little Snickers. Like those comments make me say, okay, well, I got to keep my Snickers and Starburst <laughs> yeah. stocked because people literally look forward to eating the candy when they come here. And they also love the mints. Everybody's like the Lifesaver mints are the best mints. So like, like even little things like that, don't look past them because mm-hmm. they really do make a big difference. And like, yeah, like I said, for yeah. me, I don't eat candy often. So it's nice to every once in a while have peace or whatever. So Little things like that can be very valuable too. It's literally all about the little things yeah like, and that is specific to my clients yeah now, y'all's clients might like my yeah. like hot fries or something but like <laughs> whatever they like you know what i mean like they could like freaking yeah. peanut butter crackers like yeah. whatever it is that's what it is but like specifically for my clients i i hit the jackpot with what i picked because mm-hmm. they like it too so i mean you really like the main thing about giving your clients like a good experience and of elevating their experience is like you as a business 
business owner really have to put in that effort and like your effort shows through all those little teeny things you do for your clients to kind right. of make them feel like it's a nice space and you have like these little snacks for them and it's like oh like you you right. care about me so yeah that matters um so another thing that goes into your client's experience is obviously like the clean cleanliness and like how like organizing and cleaning your space like if you walk into a space and it's like stuff is everywhere and mm-hmm. it's very dysfunctional and it just kind of looks a little chaotic then that's how your client is going to feel right. when they're in your space so like you have to make sure that things are not just all over the place so like organized and then obviously you want to have a clean space. You don't want a client to sit on your chair and then next to them is just like dusted stuff. Yeah. So. And you saying that reminds me of like recently, like my clients, they've been drinking, like bringing their water bottles or their drink they just got mm-hmm. when they got food before they get appointment or whatever. And they're bringing a cup and the cup will sweat onto yeah. my glass table that they set it on. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes even if I have a coaster, they're on the coaster. And then, you know, you don't think about cleaning that and then your next client comes and yeah, they're like they're, nice, and, yeah. and obviously I'm not saying that's dirty I mean yeah, it's literally but, condensation yeah. from a cup but still like you don't want to like walk into now it's your turn and it looks like everything was just used mm-hmm. and not cleaned or something yeah. like those little things is, yeah. it goes back to those little things yeah that. exactly and that would make me think like personally like I would be kind of like oh like I mean, she cleaned maybe the bed, but she doesn't clean everything that people mm-hmm. touch or use or whatever. And yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say people are going to like, oh, she's dirty. I'm not coming back yeah. over some condensation of a cup. But I'm just saying that those little things, like everything being looking clean and untouched mm-hmm. when it's their turn to come for their appointment. I think that's important just so people know that you're not rushing through and not properly cleaning yeah. or taking the time to make sure it's like, you know, comfortable and clean for the next person. So just like literally think about every little thing because there's people mm-hmm. who that would offend some and there's people who won't and it just makes people feel more like valued in a way when like you're gonna give that same fresh experience to every client that you have yeah and a lot of clients are that walk into my space they're always like oh my god it smells so good in here Mm -hmm. and um i like to change out the smell yeah that's another thing i was gonna Mm -hmm. and they're like oh what is the sign of this or like what's the name of that and i'm like i never remember the name but um, <laughs> that's like something that matters too is like yeah, I just keep smell. a plug in and, and yeah that helps all of like the senses that we have as humans basically matters right. to the client so like what they see what they smell what they touch what they taste the, with the snacks and you know whatever it is yeah all those things you want to make sure that your clients are kind of getting that nice experience that and you kind of want to make it a like different from what they experience on the day-to-day basis like you know certain smells that you have in there that you know they don't like they associate that with your business and it's like oh I can't wait to go because I just love the environment in there right and so. then, like honestly personally for somewhere where people lay down and they relax and they fall asleep or they literally unwind for that hour or so they get to lay there with their eyes closed unbothered I think when people have like those super potent, like crazy smells, Mm -hmm. I think that's overpowering. I love to pick a super light and simple smell that, yeah, you smell it, but it smells clean and refreshing and just like simple, nothing like as much as I love apple cinnamon, I wouldn't put apple cinnamon in my business because I (laughs) personally, I think that's like, I just think that not everybody likes cinnamon. Like my mom hates cinnamon smell. So like, but the the smells I pick, they're not like specific to the season or whatever because I'm looking for a light and refreshing and calm. Like, and sometimes like 
the smells like my mom also gets headaches from yeah. the plug-ins and yeah. stuff so Some when you have give too me strong headaches, yeah too. so I just always try to pick like a universal smell that's not going to bother anybody because again you never know how much like how heightened some people's smells and stuff are um so yeah and another cool thing that I'm actually thinking of now before I forget is I've also realized like recently like I've heard a lot of people say like the light was bothering them so like what like the cosmo glow light? yeah the cosmo glow light so like I'll, of course I never shine it in people's eyes and I don't turn it on until their eyes are closed and ever however I've like recently had like two people that were like I get I didn't I don't even turn the light all the way up mm-hmm. but I have it for like enough bright where I can see all their little baby lashes and they were saying that they could see like the little squigglies because it was so bright and it was like kind of bothering them. Like while them. you were doing the survey? Yeah. And both time it was with lash lifts, but it was just very interesting because I'm like, mm-hmm. not, there's not really been pe- many people that's complained about it. And again, I don't even use it to its max like capacity, but they like, I've had people complain and that makes me think, oh my God, that makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, when you start seeing those fuzzies, you like want to squint and open your eyes and like, oh, try to make it go away yeah. or whatever. And they can't do that because their eyes yeah. are shut with perm solution on them. So like things like that. And again, I wonder if it's from like the fumes or adhesive. I don't know what it would with well, the light, but with know. lash lift. Yeah. I mean, the that lash lifted he's Well, and it's strong. also that something's on their eyelid, so I don't I mean, know. Yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but that's <laughs> like a new thing that I've noticed in the past week, literally, mm-hmm. and it just made me think because I'm like, oh, like, and usually I always tell people to let me know if anything bothers them and like stuff like that, so they tell me like they did. However, it just makes it very interesting because I'm like, little things like that made them uncomfortable. And I don't want people to feel uncomfortable, especially when I can't, like, just let them open their eyes. Like, whether you're doing lash lift or lash extensions, you can't just say, open your eyes whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Like, they can't do that. So, when someone's laying there with their eyes closed, like, you want them to feel as comfortable as possible because even though their eyes are technically not taped shut or glued shut, they cannot open their eyes just whenever they please. And some people are, like, they have different sensitivities than others. So, there are some things that we can't control, but... Yeah, it's just good to be like aware and keep in mind the comfort, 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 comfortability, comfortability, comfortability <laughs> across. We're like, really your not whole good with these words that we're trying to use. Well, so. uh, and <laughs> another cool thing also that I got to do recently, recently, <laughs> oh my god, recently, <laughs> we're not doing good tonight. Okay, recently is. Um, since I have the storefront, um, and I was finishing up the bathroom and I got to put like a whole bunch of like women's stuff for everybody. So like I put in there like hair ties, like dry shampoo. I put like makeup remover wipes, hair, uh, I already said hair ties. What else? I put pads, tampons. Mm -hmm. Like I literally put like whatever people could need to touch like stuff up after like laying down or whatever. Um, I put in the bathroom that, um, you know, it's not going to cross contaminate or anything, but yeah. things that people might need as women. Like mm-hmm. I always wanted to do that. And like where me and Crystal are right now in the suite, you, it's a public it's bathroom a that other places yeah. use. So you don't want to provide it for literally the entire public <laughs> that comes in there. But um, now that I have like my bathroom in my place, mm-hmm. I got to do something like that. So that was super cool because um, I've always wanted to do that, but I, I just couldn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I mean, we've talked about this one before, like having the bed be comfortable or chair or whatever you use be comfortable um like we told like 
kind of told you guys like it's okay to start out with maybe a fifty hundred dollar mm-hmm. lash bed to start out but if you but, start yeah. making profit maybe invest in that three hundred fifty dollar memory foam one or a heated mm-hmm. one or something like that because you have to understand that like the the bed is like one of the main parts of the service like right. that's what they're that's one of the things that they're experiencing the whole time while being there is laying on that bed. So you want to make sure it's a comfortable as possible experience for them um, because that could like if somebody if another business has a more comfortable bed than you, then that could possibly be a part of their decision making when deciding what business to go to. So you Especially just have to think because about because a lot of people can't just lay flat on their back yeah. for long periods of times. A lot yeah. of people don't sleep like that. A lot of people aren't comfortable in that position. So the fact that we're literally forcing them to do that, it's try to yeah. make it as comfortable as possible. You know, putting one of those little things under their knees or whatever. Like mm-hmm. try to find whatever ways. I mean, there's plenty of videos and stuff. And I, we've already talked about this in a previous episode. I don't know which episode we were mentioning this stuff in to even refer you guys. But um, there are plenty like videos and stuff I see like on TikTok and YouTube about like how to like make your lash bed super comfortable or whatever. And um, yeah, like the pretty much what it is is just like the pillow, the bed itself. The like people say, oh, do a blanket, and Mm -hmm. um, also like like I said, the thing under your knees. But like honestly, invest in that stuff and don't buy just the cheapest of everything. Like yeah, yeah, you can to start, but eventually, like you know, upgrade it. Yeah, because. When clients like come to you, yes, they're buying a service, but most of the time like a client truly stays with you or um, chooses you because of the experience that they're getting. So even though the service is very important, I would say the experience is almost more important than the service because if somebody is going to somebody and they're getting like great, great service, but like their experience is average or not like up to par and then they go to somewhere where the experience is like over the top and like they love the connection they have with the business and the people and they're getting a good service but maybe not as much as they liked it at the other place they might they will possibly be choosing the place where you get the more top of the notch experience right um not everybody some people will prefer like getting like a greater service over like the experience but most of the time they're going to be buying from a business because of the experience and connection they have like with the business and i would say especially like i kind of just think it's always important to think a little further and deeper into things like mm-hmm. basically like if somebody is not their first time getting lash lift lash extensions whatever and they've been to somebody else and then they moved or they wanted to find someone closer to them, whatever the reason they're looking for a new lash artist or whatever, and they come to you and your bed is like a $50 bed off Amazon instead Mm -hmm. of the nice memory foam one, like they may love your work, but may be so uncomfortable for that that hour. Yeah, they can't handle it. Yeah, especially people who have back problems and things like that. Laying on their back flat like that for an hour straight Mm -hmm. or more is really already hard for them. And if your bed is like, cheap 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 they they might not be able to handle it and they might have to go back to their old person or try Mm -hmm. to find a different person just because they literally cannot lay there comfortably for that long or if you're inconsiderate with the light like I was saying like if you do shine the light in people's eyes when you say oh let me take a picture and you put shine the light in their eyes while you're taking the picture stuff like that like my like light triggers migraines for me and if I was getting a service by someone who kept shining a bright light in my eye after I Mm -hmm. told them that or whatever 
since our paperwork does ask that they have migraines and stuff, I always ask people if they have like light sensitivity and stuff like that. And people will have it say it on the paperwork and everything. And I'll let them know, like, I will be very considerate with the light because I know how it feels. And Mm -hmm. let me know if there's ever times that I am doing something that's going to bother you or trigger migraine or whatever, because that's a big thing. I would not go even if I like your work. And if you're going to trigger a migraine every time I come to your like you get an appointment I'm not gonna do it like yeah it's like it. it's um dreadful yeah and it's like yeah I I'll turn my light up and I'll always say let me know if the light gets too much for you I can move it out of the way and we don't have to take pictures anymore so it's like you just have to let like the communication is key like making yeah. sure that they know that they can say you know how they feel and communicate with you yeah like it's funny because like earlier my sister dropped something on a flashlight and the flashlight turned on and she like could just like look right at it and it doesn't bother her eyes but if I were to do that my eyes would go blurry and I would get a migraine so it's just crazy because and I'm also like the light behind you right now is actually starting to bother me and it's just funny because it's like literally like I just have such light my eyes are so sensitive Mm -hmm. to light and it's just all about being considerate because every single person that comes in your space every day they all have their own little things that bother them or trigger them and you need to be aware of whose is who and you need to either keep notes on that person like Mm -hmm. I have to make sure I write it in the client profile about her light sensitivity because I don't want to forget and can't remember which client is the one with light sensitivity because Again, I don't want to like make her yeah. like I don't want to give her migraine. A migraine her that bad entire experience. day, yeah. yeah. And I know how it feels. So I just don't want to do that to someone else when they're coming and paying me for a service. I just don't want to like, you know, if because once Continue. my eyes go blurry, I'm yeah. out for an hour. I can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So like, it, what if she had to go do something right after appointment? Now her eyes are blurry. Like, you just don't want to do things like that. So just be considerate of little things, and they do matter. So don't just skip over things and only focus on the big ones. Another point that I had was to make sure that your space is like functional. And I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier in this episode, but like make sure that everything makes sense. Like everything is clear. Like this is clearly the waiting space. This is clearly where the services get done. This is clearly where like if you have a checkout place, this is clearly that. So when somebody walks in, they're not like, where do I sit? Where do I go? Where do I stand? Like and make it kind of like uncomfortable and that could like people who are anxious and nervous about even getting the service and they they come into a space where it's like they don't know what to do with themselves it just adds on to that if they're already like kind of nervous about like this is my first time I'm getting lashes and all of that so you just want to make sure everything is like is set up in a way that makes your client feel comfortable and safe and um, just don't like add to any worry for like people who are maybe nervous about the service. Until this day, that reminds me, I really still to this day in my suite, wish I had a sign on my door that said, please do not knock. Just come in and sit yeah. down until I'm ready for you. <laughs> because like people will knock and then I'm like have to yell from the back doing my client come in and then they'll come in and then they'll be like, oh, hi, I'm here for my, okay. it's not your appointment time yet I will be with you when I can it's so funny that your clients are like none of my clients well now your thing is see-through I know. So they, mine, my curtain is black, so they can't yeah. see what I'm doing behind it. And but they don't even, even like my, when I was in there, my clients would be like, hi, I'm here. I don't like, know. <laughs> Actually, your client has done that before because I remember they did that and I was in there and you were in there and I was oh. like, because you were out to lunch or something. But anyways, yeah. And I don't know. A lot of my clients do that. And it's like, I understand they don't like, especially if it's a new client that's never been there. Yeah. Like, I understand they're like, 
but I do have a waiting area. And I, I do have a, um, I do like, we'll put their paperwork that's mm-hmm. like ready for them to fill out. Yeah. And I'll have it on the thing. And it's funny because they'll come in and they'll just start filling it out. And I didn't like, I'm glad that was for you because you didn't even <laughs> ask. And I didn't tell you that was for you, but they'll just start like walking and just start filling it out. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Which is fine. But it's just funny that like personally, I would not do that. Like, I don't know if that's for me. So like, I personally wouldn't do it until someone told me to, but I don't know. Everybody's different, whatever. It's fine. But just also think about things like that. Like I need, I should put a sign that says that because when people knock and then like disrupt the appointment. yeah, Yeah. And then like, um, because my window for my name of my business where I put like the decal that says my name and hours and stuff or whatever on the outside it's so small I didn't like get to write by appointment only and stuff like that on there so Mm -hmm. like like the other day some random lady walked in and was trying to ask for a service to be done and things like that well I've had people do that and I still have by appointment only on my thing uh, I just don't read it do you have time for a brow wax or I'm like no (laughs) or like or they'll be like do I have to make an appointment for a brow appointment I'm like Yes, it's on yeah. the door. Yeah. Not, but, um, I mean, if I did have the time, I would take them right then. But majority of the time, if somebody asks, I don't. So, right. because I'm a by appointment. So, yeah, it's just funny that some people, they'll disregard things, even if you do have it out. So, that's just part of dealing with, you know, the public. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's okay. Like, we're not complaining in the fact of, like, it's just one of those things where you're kind of like – Just try to make it as easy as possible yeah. for the vast majority Well, when I have a client, I'm focusing on them. Yeah. I don't want to go take talk away. to other people mm-hmm. and take away from their time or, you know, make their appointments five longer, five minutes longer than it should be because they might have something to do after. So it's just like being considerate of everybody's time and their appointment that they scheduled and they're paying for. You don't want to be talking to other people yeah. and answering other people's questions. And I don't even answer my phone. I let them leave a voicemail. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. I will get back to you as soon yeah. as I can. And that's, that's just how it goes, when, especially yeah. if you're like a one-woman business. Like you mm-hmm. don't have many choices. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to add is make sure you have things kind of like what Italia was talking about when she has all those like little feminine products in her bathroom. Make sure you have things that the client may need. So things like tissues and um, anything that kind of helps it. Things like tissues or hand sanitizer or anything that the client may need and may not have on them personally so that you can provide that those kind of things. A nice thing also is to have like drinks, at least like mini water bottles or something, if possible. Even if you don't have room for a fridge or can't afford a fridge, it doesn't matter. Some people like room temperature water. Yeah. I just think it's important to have something. You know, I have some clients that when they lay down, they'll like start coughing, but they don't cough when they're sitting out. Like just like things like that. Like I get to offer them, do you need a water? And they're like, oh, yes. And they'll sit up for a second and drink some water. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. And just little things like that. Like that makes their like, okay, like. You know, I think honestly, personally, when I go places and they don't offer you anything yeah. or have anything available or literally just like trying to get you in and out, like yeah, stuff like that makes me feel like this is like a cheapy, like they're trying to do the bare minimum Well, they experience. don't like, they don't, it feels like you're not valued as the, the, um, the client because right. they're not putting the effort into like give you your needs if you need anything like if you yeah. don't have tissues as a business or if right. you don't have water and it's like 
you know, it's those things that are like, wow, this business is thoughtful and I appreciate that they're accommodating my needs if I need it. Right. Like if someone eye waters, you should have the tissues available. If someone like is choking on their spit or whatever, (laughs) you need to have at least some type of water or even like if it's a water filter, something like available because it's just one of those things where it's people need water breaks. Mm -hmm. People need those things. And if you don't have anything and you're just like, oh, I'll wait for you to cough and don't offer them anything then it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like that's uncomfortable and you're Mm kind of like ready to get out of there because you're like, I need to go get some water. Yeah. I'm thirsty or whatever. So, you know, like personally, I just like make sure everybody uses the bathroom before we start their appointment because that's something that is actually like, like really takes up a lot of time their appointment, especially like having to like cure their lashes, let them get up, Mm -hmm. take the tape off, put it back on. You know, like that takes a lot of time out of the appointment. So that's why I do ask people to use the restroom beforehand. Yeah. Um, however, like things like that, it matters. And worst case scenario, if someone really has to use the bathroom that bad that they cannot wait until after their appointment, then you need to have at least like that time kind of scheduled yeah. in. And even though we ask them to do that before so we don't have to take the time out of the appointment, there's times where it people happens. Like, what if someone has a UTI? Like, you can't yeah. tell them. You can't get your lashes <laughs> if you have a UTI. Yeah. You got to use bathroom in the middle. Like, it's just things like that. I know that sounds silly, but yeah. seriously, that's, like, real life. Like, people get yeah. UTIs. Like, people need to use the restroom. Or if somebody, like, pregnant. Yeah, if pregnant, pregnant. If somebody drank a whole bunch of water. Yeah, like, and then that just happens any, all the time. People somebody like, oh, has drink too much water today. Yeah. yeah, and it's, like, you can't be, like, oh, well, too bad. Like, you know, like they need to use the bathroom. You need to let them get up and use the bathroom. Like it sucks for us and it's a lot of, it's more work. And yeah. and don't, and that, don't make them feel. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like this, if like Chris would do that, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But I would never but, say that to a client. Yeah. Because that's like part of their experience. Like how did, how did the artist handle this situation? And then they like can have that. That's all we have for you today. And as always, thanks for listening. Follow us on our socials at Lash Girls Need Love Too. And please support us by following and rating us wherever you get your podcast. And feel free to reach out to us or leave us any suggestions. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.